Ew, hey guys, good morning and welcome back to an episode of Folgers and Backwards, the mid-morning solo cipher. It's your girl, your truly Ruby Red, sending you high vibes, positivity, healing energy, and blessings upon blessings throughout the ways from me to you, wherever you're at, listening in your car, in your crib, at work, on your lunch break, walking down the street. I appreciate your presence and attention um, and attendance. Word. So much love and blessings all around. Um, I want to jump right in and talk about the topic of control. Regular listeners know I am a control freak. Mm. In one way or another, I'm always talking about control, when to take it, when to lose it. I mean, realistically, if it's the only thing that we as physical beings really, really have. Control. You know what I mean? Control over self, at least. Can't control the weather. Can't control, you know what I mean? How the plants grow or, you know, the state of the fucking universe and things of that grand scale nature. But self-control is our dominion. And it's so funny because it's a space that we really never exercise. Um what would be the word? Our strengths, our abilities, our capabilities, you know? Mm. A lot of the times when we're experiencing this thing called life, we're so indulged in the who, what, when, where, why, and hows of things that our brains, in a sense, split. I know my mind goes through it. I don't know if it's like a conscious split or if it's um, a subconscious division. Maybe it's a duality of the two of them together. But often, and especially, you know, more recently in life, after I've become um, more devoted in meditation and prayer and expanding myself and at the same time connecting myself with everything, I've been able to truly appreciate the thousands and multitudes of voices that run through my head at any given time. And now I realize they're different perceptions of one reality. And so often when we're experiencing things, we're we're going through this. You know, you have what I like to say, your obvious consciousness, the one that we control the thoughts, like you're actually thinking, if that makes sense. I hope that makes sense. And then there's like a back thought. You're aware of it, but those thoughts aren't as illustrated or as orchestrated, I think is the better word, as the um obvious thought pattern. It's like you're thinking one thing, but in the back of your mind, you have a second thought. You're aware of that thought. You can alter that thought, but only after it has completed. I know you got, I I know man is island, so I know I'm not the only one who's um, who's been through that, so I'm not going to just keep asking me, I understand. But yeah, so for me, and probably um, you guys as well, drop a comment, let me know if this is familiar to you guys. I have so many layers, it's kind of hard to give them all titles and names. It's so many thoughts going through my mind as I'm processing an event, as I'm experiencing life, as I'm, you know, being told vital information, something life-changing is happening. Um, Even as I'm in a high-pressure situation dealing with bullcrap, you know? Mm. My coffee came up, so good this morning but um um yeah shout out the soldiers shout out the backwards <sighs> i need to re-roll up this blunt is almost gone i was smoking for a while before i started recording but um yeah shout out the backwards cigars if i'm rolling that's what i'm smoking word but anyway so um yeah now as we're going through these multitude of thoughts and opinions and judgments because realistically that's pretty much what we do. We sit here and judge shit. 
it's kind of hard to keep control as so much is going on in one mind. And I was going to say one little mind, but realistically, our minds are huge when you think of it on the scale of how it works. You know, matter isn't the biggest thing in the world. We always think about what we can touch, what we can feel, how much something weighs, how big in value it is. But, you know, when you look at something's functionality, something's importance and its purpose, I mean, shit, that has to spark a reevaluation of importance, of value, of worthiness, right? But here nor there. And at the same time, everywhere, right? But um, back to the topic. So it's really easy to lose control or to not be in control when things are happening and your brain is trying to take in so much information at one time. You're trying to process. You're judging and you're sifting and you're sorting. And this is good. This is bad. And how could this happen? And how, you know what I mean? The possibilities, but why the in this and it can get overwhelming. And when that happens, we, nine out of 10 people, myself included, what we tend to do is emotionally give up. We have to put so much energy, it's like rerouting a train on a track, instead of staying emotionally balanced and aware and in control of response because our responses are determined by our emotions you know what i'm saying when we feel good we smile you know what i mean might do a little dance two-step you know when you're upset you might you're gonna you might frown you might cry you know what i'm saying you might lash out hit something hopefully not someone but our reactions are directly based on the emotion that we're feeling at the time. So when we abandon emotion, so that way all of our energy can be rerouted to things like comprehension, things like processing. Because I get what I what we call in the hood, what I, I don't know if the word is even still used by a lot of people. I have old fucking ebonics and slang because I don't have time to keep up with these kids. But anyway, what I call unstuck, you know what I'm saying? I get unstuck very easily because I'm a thinker, I'm a control freak. So when I don't understand, it's like, fuck the emotional shutdown. I shut down almost all processes. People who know me in person will tell you, I hold my breath a lot. It's a function that, and it's funny because that's a subconscious function. It's not even like, I'm, you know, we telling ourselves, okay, inhale, up, exhale, up, inhale. Oh, exhale. No, that's all. That's part of the auto, automatic, autonomic system in the body. You know what I'm saying? So it's funny that that's one of the systems that shuts down for me personally when I want stuff because it's like, girl, that's, you're not even in control of that. That's a life saving, life sustaining function you're giving up to reroute energy into processing. You know what's nine times out of ten some bullshit, right? Yo. So if this is familiar to you guys, then I'm glad you tuned in when you tuned in because yeah, we just I just think it's something that we need to talk about. I have been working extremely diligently over the last few years on controlling myself, controlling myself emotionally, controlling myself, um my reactions, because again, our reactions are responses to our emotions. And once you give up control over your emotions, you basically giving up control over your actions. That's why so many people have that um, blackout experience. Oh, I was so mad. I just blacked out. I don't even remember anything. Da, da, da. No, you gave up that whole emotional, you know, control. And by doing that, you put yourself in a position to not be responsible for your actions because, you I mean, actions are part of emotion, right? Anyway, so, um, yeah, I thought it was something cool to talk about. I thought it was something that we need to be aware of. I had a conversation yesterday with um, 
someone who lost emotional control. And I come off sometimes, I don't know what the word is, it's not condescending, but sometimes I could come off a bit annoying or I can aggravate a situation very easily with my optimism, point blank, bottom line. I am an optimist by profession as well as by choice, you know? And that's even before I became quote unquote enlightened and, you know, walking on my spiritual journey, aware consciously walking um, along my spiritual journey. I've always been positive Patty. That's one of my personalities, one of the biggest parts of my personality. I'm always going to see the glass is half full, never half empty because I like to have things. I don't like to not have things. So why would I focus on what I don't have? You know what I'm saying? Um, so being that kind of person, I'm aware of it. You know what I'm saying? That it's annoying. <laughs> I, yeah, I got to keep in mind, I grew up in the hood in Brooklyn. I, 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 I've been surrounded by low-level energy my entire life. Poverty, pain, illness, disease, fucking addiction, um, abuse, neglect. You know what I'm saying? Um, just filth pissy fucking elevators, like, you know what I'm saying? Should be real. And in that kind of environment, you know, unfortunately, most people, instead of shaping the environment, they let the environment shape them. And because of that, they become reflections of all that low-level energy shit that I was just talking about. So when you have, like, you know, a group of individuals especially when they're a group of individuals who have been, um, what is the word, socially and economically, um, you know, abused and neglected as a race and a whole and as an entirety because of things like our race and because of um, just the way America fucking works. Like, you know, I love my country, real shit, but is so much that's just wrong with this and everything, you know, we getting better and that's the thing to focus on, but it is what it is, what it is. So, you know, realistically in the hood, the energy is different because the hood is neglected. You know what I'm saying? The news is sit there and tell you how they put in a good $10 million into something, but you don't see, the residents don't see that. We don't see improvements in playgrounds and we don't see improvements in the quality of food in the stores. And we don't even see, you know what I mean? Quality in the streets. Like I love the um, roller skate and you know, the streets in Brooklyn is fucked. Not in certain neighborhoods. Like it's funny because once I get out the hood, it's easy skating to the park. Like again, Anyway, what I was the reason I brought all that up is because yeah, there's a certain energy, low vibration that exists in poorer neighborhoods. You know what I'm saying? In neighborhoods where the majority of people are colored, is neglect, and neglect equals sadness and pain. And again, when you allow your environment to shape you, people carry this energy extremely heavy. It's a part of their existence. It's a part, a major part of their existence. Is what they see, what they hear, what they fucking reading the papers, what they're experiencing, <clears throat> minute the minute the minute. So when you have a group of people who that's their natural energetic signature or that is, no, I'm not going to say natural because that's very unnatural for a human energetic signature, for any kind of animal to vibrate that low. That's just unnatural. Um, for people who are unknowingly stuck in that vibration, I think that's the better way to say it. When they come into contact as a whole, even as individuals, with someone who is on the complete opposite side of the spectrum, you know, sometimes when the negative and the positive meet, sparks fly, and I can be extremely annoyed. <laughs> it's just so funny because I pissed somebody off yesterday. And I'm not laughing at the anger. Lord knows that she hears that she's going to curse me the fuck out. I'm not laughing at her anger. I'm laughing at the fact that it's just so real. And I saw my, my old self so much in her. You know what I'm saying? Just the lack of emotional control is hilarious. And again, when you deal with somebody like me, I, I am the perfect person to call and talk to when you have a problem. 
and you actually want a solution. But if you have a problem and you want to stay in your problem and you want a pity party, what was me? Like, I don't do those no more. I don't accept invitations to those no more. So, you know, I'm not the best person to call because I'm going to overload you with optimism. And if you choose to not accept that energy and allow it to let you vibrate, it's going to make static and it's going to bother you and it's not going to bother me. And that's going to probably piss you off, which is going to entertain me. So, yeah, you probably shouldn't call me. <laughs> I mean, I'm, if I'm nothing else in life, I'm honest. Or, uh, yeah, don't call me because I'm going to annoy you. And it's not on purpose. It's just, I just don't get it. You know what I'm saying? I just don't get it. Something goes wrong. This is life. Things go wrong. And I'm not making light of anyone's situation. I'm not making light of anyone's situation. You know what I'm saying? I have problems every day. Like, if I ever did an episode on my problems, not only with my subscribers, like, multiplied by at least a thousandfold, because unfortunately, people like drama and people like low-level shit. And you know what I mean? Not only with my fucking subscribers and listeners and followers, that just amplify, so many people would relate. And that's why I would amplify because people would cling to it. You know what I'm saying? Energy attracts like energy. So I don't like to broadcast or indulge or give any more life because energy is life, guys. I don't like to give any more life to bullshit than it already has. You know what I'm saying? Especially if I didn't create it. I'm not even your creator. I didn't create the situation. I'm a bystander. You know what I'm saying? Why would I give you my energy once I realize that this is a situation that I don't like? You know what I'm saying? I tell people in a heartbeat, I am a creator, but I'm also a destroyer. And destruction is a beautiful thing when you know how to do it. You know what I'm saying? Destruction doesn't mean grabbing a hammer and smashing shit. Destruction doesn't mean spitting foul words and negative energy. Sometimes destruction is just removing yourself from the situation completely. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes destruction is not even allowing the, because everything is connected. So I'm not going to say a connection to form, but not giving any, any inkling to the connection, except for the fact that you are aware that it exists. You know what I'm saying? That's like the lowest, 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 lowest visual explanation I can give you guys. And I, I am, I'm a master of that. I will diminish the energetic connection between myself and anything, person, place, um, idea. Yeah, I just don't want to be a part of that. And that's destruction because growth is amplifying our connection. So if I choose not to amplify the connection with you, you know what I'm saying? Or with the situation or with the thought or with the idea, you know what I'm saying? Like, what can you do? It takes two to tango. So, um, yeah, I just found that really, really, really funny. And um, for this next part, because I want to roll this other blunt, guys, where it still is starting to get later in the day and the world is waking up and I have a lot to get done today. So I want to hurry up and conclude. I haven't talked to you guys in so long. It feels so good. I miss y'all. I really hope y'all miss me too. Or, um, consistency is something that I'm working on. We all know that. I know some regular listeners like, oh, Ed, shut up. I'm not apologizing anymore for the inconsistencies because an inconsistency in one area just means that I'm being consistent in another area. Always know that. But I'm here, guys. Word of mother. I keep telling y'all, y'all can always email me, find me on social media. Everything is a variation of magical beginnings. Magical beginnings 35 on um, Instagram, magical beginning one on Twitter. It's magical beginning on Facebook, um, or just Google the shop. Word, my little reviews and stuff is up there. Y'all can actually Google me, Magical Beginner Shop. Word, y'all will be able to find my SD shop, which will allow you to contact the seller, which is me. And yeah, we can talk. Holler at me. Word, I be busy, y'all. I'm building an entire empire with a fucking Phillips screwdriver, a hammer, and five nails. This is hard work. This is hard work. So, you know, I love y'all. But I can't always, you know, like I said, a lack of consistency in one area for me means consistency in another area. That's all y'all, you know, that's all I can say at this point. But, yeah, so 
now, you know, I want to spend this next part talking a bit about, um, you know, keeping control. How do we do that? And what are the benefits from it? And I guess talk a bit about it. I don't spend so much time talking. I honestly don't even remember if I really covered the basis of, you know, the the effects of lack of emotional control. Like I said, when we not, emotions and actions are so tightly entwined. And if you are going to be responsible, self-responsible, responsible for yourself, responsible for your happiness, responsible for your finances, responsible for your love, like responsible for, you know what I mean? Everything, because realistically, if you're not responsible for what's happening in your life, who the fuck is? I mean, all jokes aside, you're either responsible for it or you're 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 a pawn. And you're and I don't mean that to be an insult, but sometimes, you know, harsh words resonate a little bit deeper. But yeah, you can't sit there and let life happen to you. You're happening. Life is expanding. You have to expand with it. For I um seen the post the other day, and it was so funny because I thought it was so harshly worded, but I couldn't argue with it one point. It simply said. If you're not sinking, you might as well be dead. And it's really the truth. If you're not thinking, if you're not doing, if you're not moving, if you're not improving, I mean, what the fuck is your purpose? What are you doing? And again, this is not to be an insult. This is to be an inspiration because time, time is not linear. Time is not linear at all. It's... Uh, circular will probably be the only way to explain it in geometric shapes. But the past, the present, and the future is constantly unfolding, guys. It's like a tesseract. It's constantly folding in and out of itself all the time, all the time, all the time. Never touching, but at times coming so close to each other that, you know what I mean? People like me who are blessed with whether you want to call it extra sight, intuition, fucking higher sensory perception, we're able to get glimpses into what will be, what has been, and you know what I'm saying? Like, just all different aspects of creation. And what was the whole purpose of me saying that? Fuck, I'm kind of high. But, um, yeah, time is not a linear thing. Our time in these vessels is only limited because this experience is limited. It's the way it was designed. You know what I'm saying? Our existence as a whole is infinite. You know what I'm saying? And with that being said, why not do what the fuck you can? It's like your time at the amusement park, right? Imagine or recall being young, going to the amusement park. You know now for me, you know what I'm saying? I got five siblings and I grew up with five siblings and a single mom. So things like that did not happen as often as I would like them to. Plus, we live in Brooklyn. We didn't have a car in Coney Island. It was no exaggeration. Coney Island is like a good, and I'm closer to Coney Island now than I was then. So when I lived there, Coney Island was probably almost a two-hour ride. And if you take into consideration walking with, you know, small children, pushing a stroller, carrying bags, yada, 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 it could easily, and then how transit runs on a weekend, a beach trip could easily, easily take you a good three hours. Just to get there. That's not getting there and back. I'm talking about just to get there. So beach days and Coney Island trips, because again, five kids with a single parent, like how the fuck, how many games and rides do we think we're getting on? You know, stuff like that didn't happen on a weekly fucking basis. You know what I'm saying? But when we did it, my moms did it right. Shout out to my moms. That's a shout out to God. Shout out to the ancestors or shout out to the bloodline. <clears throat> my moms is the fucking goal. But um, I think about it as, um, you know, in terms of like that, when you know that this is a treat, you know what I'm saying? The way you're supposed to have McDonald's, McDonald's is not supposed to be eaten every day. It was that if you're going to indulge in that kind of food, which I don't encourage anyone to, you know, you're only supposed to have it. I'll be nice. Maybe three times a year. Like, ugh, that shit is real garbage. But sometimes playing in the dirt is fun. So I get it, but it's not something you're supposed to do every day. And you're supposed to look at these experiences kind of like that, like that amusement park um, experience. You know you're not going to get to go again for a while. You probably haven't been there 
ever before or in so long. So you want to see as much as possible. You want to do as much as possible. You want to eat as much as possible. You want to take in all the sights and the sounds and you want to play all the games and you want to win all the prizes. So you know what I'm saying? We got to think of it in terms like that. I'm not going to lie. I completely lost my train of thought and how that connected. Yeah. So let me roll this blunt. Let me finish rolling this blunt and refocus and we're going to get right back. <laughs> and we're back, guys. And yo, that was mad funny. I was so into the visual and y'all should have seen me. I'm, I, I got to start now. They allow you to do vid, um, video recording. I just don't be dressed. This is them early. Mid-morning, so it looks like uh, But a lot of the times I record is really early and I'm not dressed and y'all not going to catch me out here looking crazy. Vanity is my favorite sin. Fuck that. I don't think I'm cute. I know I'm beautiful and I run around looking crazy all the time. But presentation is everything and my brand will not be associated with me looking crazy. So yeah, I'm going to find time to actually get dressed one day and look appropriate. I don't do all that makeup and shit like that. So it's not like I got to do much, but at least look neat. You know what I'm saying? But anyway, I was just so excited and caught up in the visual. I dead forgot how one correlated with the other, but the whole amusement park um, experience, the whole thinking about, you know, how those moments that we know we're, that are far and in between so we make the most of them, that's how we have to think of this physical experience because again we are eternal but we're not gonna be on like the our whole existence is about expansion not just our physical existence our existence is expansion and we will transcend this dimension and evolve to something greater better different you know what i mean and we have to take advantage of this guys we gotta live laugh love we gotta be healthy we gotta be happy we gotta thrive we gotta be an example we gotta have fucking kids and leave our bloodline here you know what i'm saying we got to do a lot and we don't have that much time in a real span of things in the span of eternity you know what i'm saying so that was the whole point of that i just wanted to make sure i didn't you know just leave y'all laughing at me like yo she is high and don't know what she's talking about i'm high but i know what i'm talking about but um yeah so this lack of control Huh. When we don't have it again, we put ourselves in such a situation going back to yesterday. Um, so in a nutshell, something didn't go her way. Something didn't go their way. And um yeah, they called all upset. So of course, I'm always looking for solutions. I don't like problems. And once solutions were identified and realized, her conscious, 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 that's the key word, conscious decision was to still be upset. No, because this is bullshit. No, because so-and-so-and-so. No, because I, this, that, and the third, yada, yada, yada. So it was entertaining for me only for the fact that that used to be me. So often, something would go wrong. And I say to the guys, life, family, friends, complete strangers, circumstance, something would present itself and things would change for the better. But I am just making the choice to still stay stuck in the emotion of when things were wrong. What do I mean by making the choice? I'm still thinking about it. I'm still talking about it. Even though things are right, I'm negating all that positive, beautiful expansion energy about how things are now good. And I'm still not, nah, that was crazy. And I can't believe it. And no, and I'm glad that this happened, but still, I like, guys, guys, family, oh, brothers and sisters, all jokes aside, we have to be more responsible with our emotional control because it determines our responses. Again, first of all, we don't have time to be in the bullshit. Like realistically, we don't have time. If you eat right, exercise, live right, you know what I'm saying? Keep your body as alkaline as possible, as strong as possible. You you could see over a hundred years. 
let's be real. If you're here in the States and you have the average American diet, you um, have the average American no exercise routine. You know what I'm saying? Like your lifespan is estimated about 79 years. I assume, I don't even assume, even according to my demographics, the majority of my listeners are over 25. How much time the fuck do you think you have? Like, realistically. Even if you can imagine, because I imagine myself living now, I imagine. Don't laugh at me, because this is a real, real thought in my head, and don't hate on me. I think I can live to at least 120 if I kick in full gear the health plan that I have in my head and stop bullshitting and playing with this fucking fish and dairy. You know what I'm saying? I really do. I truly do believe that my body is in enough shape now that I can repair myself on a cellular level over the next seven years that I can retune myself to be for, for longevity. And I can push. I've always believed I'm going to live over 100. Now I, can, I think I feel and I truly do believe that I can live well into my hundreds. But that's still not that much time when you think about eternity. You know what I'm saying? Again, the Tesseract is folding in and out, 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 in and out on itself. This is never going to end. And this experience, this time, this technological era, because you I believe in reincarnation. I'm not coming back. It's not like I'm going to, you know, die in 2022 and come back in 2022. I don't think this, I know my soul going to take more time than that, baby. You know what I'm saying? You're not going to come back, even if you believe in reincarnation. You're not going to come back fully as you. Even if you believe in Christ consciousness, if you believe in um, the, the the ethereal memory and that you're going to come back with these memories, you're still not going to come back as you. You know what I'm saying? Not this body, not this time, not these friends, family. I don't, it don't work like that. This is like, think about a confetti gun. It goes everywhere. Is the chances of you fucking marking one piece of confetti at the time of loading the gun and then blindly catching that confetti, how, yo, you would have to shoot the gun mad times. Is it impossible? Like I said, this is infinite. So can it happen? Possibly, I guess so. Shit, I didn't even think about that. And so there's hope. But why play with them kind of numbers? You know what I'm saying? Why play with chance like that? Why? I wouldn't. And I don't encourage anyone else to. I encourage everyone to make the most of this life and this existence. And the best way to do that is to exercise our God-given, our existence-given, our independent right of fucking free will, our right to choose, our right to control, especially our emotions. Shit happens, again, that split mind start happening, you thinking mad shit, you getting overwhelmed, heart rate go up, breathing might increase, people like me, breathing just ceases, you know what I'm saying, we start giving up function control, some people get weak in the gut when stuff happens, now you gotta fart, now you gotta use the bathroom, you gotta pee, you know what I'm saying, again, emotional response of crying, like lashing out, wilding out, blanking out completely, letting your optical fucking nerves give out, like we got you, yo, everything is connected, Everything's connected. And once we, because in a sense, it's defeat. We accept a level of defeat or we give in, in a sense, and it's not a complete give in. Some people completely give in give or give up and straight pass out. You know what I'm saying? All those are responses to lack of control of your emotions, which is lack of control of your actions. You know what I'm saying? You're so emotionally distraught that you just gave up. And like your whole mind just said, oh, no, fuck this. I can't take this. Boop. Now you're gonna pass out. Your legs can't work. Your arms can't work. Eyes don't work. You're now you're unconscious. They have to be resuscitated, snapped back into it. You know what I mean? Back into reality because you, your mom was like, "Oh no, abandon ship. I'm not dealing with this right now." You know, and that is an extreme of it, but it does happen. You know what I'm saying? Like, I want us to be aware of how we, as individuals, respond. Think about how you respond when things go wrong. Think about how you respond. When you're surprised, when you're caught off guard, when you're experiencing pain, because most times pain isn't planned. If pain is planned, you're lucky. You know what I'm saying? You can mentally get yourself together for it. But most of the time, pain isn't expected. Nobody is planning on dropping a fucking five foot, I mean, a five pound boulder on their motherfucking toe. 
You know what I'm saying? No one's planning on walking across the street and getting smacked by a fucking car. Life happens. Shit happens. And depending on how we respond emotionally, our ability to control our emotions, you know what I'm saying? Getting hit by a car because I'm the first Again, that afterthought, it ain't the first thought, but the first afterthought that just popped in my mind is, well, you can't control how you're going to emotionally respond to getting hit by a car. That's bullshit. A lot of people get hit by a car and the lack of emotion, I mean, the lack of control, they're so caught off guard by it that they kick into the automatic, the automatic system kicks in, subconscious, you know, um, behaviors kick in, adrenaline kicks in and they jump up. I've seen that. Unfortunately, this is New York and car accidents happen way more often than I would like to admit. But I've seen that people and I mean get hit hard and they're instantly up like back like they, they brain didn't comprehend the whole I got hit thing. It's just like, oh, shit, I got I was doing this. Let me keep doing this. And yo, internal injuries, concussions, that should be bad. Broken bones. You don't even realize it. You know what I'm saying? People really be hurt and the lack of emotional awareness and control when it happens, you know what I'm saying? And these, again, these are extreme, these are physical things. I'm talking more or less to emotional um, things that can happen. Like, you know, um, someone breaking up with you, losing your money, kids acting crazy, um, an embarrassing situation, whatever the fuck, you know, whatever gets you, as I said, think about it in your point, from your perspective and point of view, how do you respond when things happen, when you're caught off guard? You know what I'm saying? Are you unstuck? Fight or flight? Do you move? Do you react physically? Do you get unstuck? Do you just stop? Like, do you have to not really, like, breathe and move and blink and think? Like, you have to take a moment to really, hey, you there? You know, like, somebody has to actually get you back. It's so many different responses from the human brain and body together, conscious up in response to unplanned situations. And the purpose of today's episode, I guess, is to bring awareness to the fact that that happens and to just offer a little bit of insight on how to stay in control, how to stay present, and how to stay focused so that way you can actually work out and navigate through that situation as smoothly as possible. Because it's a part of life. Shit happens. Things happen in life. And we just have to navigate through the waters, guys. You know what I mean? Sometimes we got to navigate with a big boat through a small stream. And it's jagged rocks and mountains on the side of us. But we still got to get through to get to the ocean. You know what I'm saying? That's always the goal in my mind. I need to get to Yamaya. I need to get to the mama. I need to get to the ocean. I need to get to abundance, overflowing, overwhelming, to be- the beauty of the sea. I'm a Pisces. I have a thing with the ocean. You know what I'm saying? So that's always my personal visual. Be like water, my friend, not like ice or different molecular structure. You want to flow. You don't want to be solid and just hard and stuck. So, okay, before we wrap up, because I know this is a long one. Again, I miss talking to you guys. I thank y'all for listening and hanging out. So I'm going to, you know, start winding this down. Um, Techniques, tips, um, advice. How the fuck do we navigate through these waters? How do we stay present? How do we stay in control? First of all, you don't wait for a situation to happen. Practice makes perfect. I'm a very visual person. I have given myself and take caution this can be this is not a form of shadow work, but the same, um, you know, disclosures I give when I advise for shadow work, I would give with extreme visual work when it comes to low emotions, negativity, things that you know might put you in a panic state. Proceed with caution. Know yourself. Know your responses. Um, have a support team if necessary, even if it's just letting someone know, listen, I'm going to do some meditation. I'm going to be thinking about some really heavy stuff. If you don't mind, you don't hear from me in about 15 minutes, could you just call and check on me, make sure that, you know what I mean? I'm okay. Just that, you know what I mean? But rule number one is not to wait until something happens. Practice makes perfect. I have, and this is why I say caution, because I wasn't as aware of myself, of my abilities, of the power of my mind when I've done this as a child, but visualization has always been 
a big part of my magic. And um, yeah, I've thrown myself into full blown, full blown panic attacks, hyperventilating, like snot out the nose, can't breathe, throwing up fits, visualizing the worst scenarios of life so that I can be better prepared for them. Um, that might be a little extreme. Y'all may not have to think about the worst scenarios that you can ever go through in life. Um, again, if I ever told y'all about my life, y'all, my subscribers would go through the roof because like life, everyone's life, you know, real life stuff happens. You know what I'm saying? I've been through a lot and being, I've been through so much, my imagination of what could happen is extreme. My imagination is extreme as is. But, you know, that's the same way as a positive extreme is a negative extreme. So I tap into that negative extreme and I allow myself to actually feel, go through it. You know what I'm saying? Mourn when it's connected to loss. Um, physically feel when it's connected to pain. This is where the purging and the throwing up goes. Like when something makes me physically sick, the idea of something happening, I will actually regurgitate and get that out of my system. So that way, when the situation, if the situation happens, I'm better prepared for it. And I promise you, I have imagined very bad scenarios that have came to fruition. Again, I have a vision. I have a sight. It's, it used to be a curse. I understand it and respect it now as a blessing. It's a part of me. Word. So, you know, sometimes I thought I was visualizing, but I was actually, that Tesseract shit was overlapping and I was peeking in the shit that I gratefully, now I can say gratefully, had a chance to see because it did. It allowed me to prepare myself for when it happened in real life. And it doesn't negate the experience when it happens, guys. It just keeps you better prepared. Again, the mind does not know the difference between the um, reality and imagination. So use your imagination as a tool to strengthen yourself. The same way we use visualizations for manifestation, seeing ourselves happy, seeing ourselves in love, seeing ourselves rich, seeing ourselves in our dream homes with our dream car, you know what I mean? Our dream careers. We can do the same with negativity on a microscopic scale. We're not going to long-term think about these and we're going to immerse ourselves in these in this thought during this time during a short period of time so that way we can experience it and once we experience it we're letting it go we're no longer revisiting that we've experienced it we've prepared ourselves for it you know what i'm saying well some things you might have to do more than once again to each his own your life is yours and you know only your mind can process the worst case scenarios in your life. But once you found peace in that situation, you won't have no need. It ain't even like, oh, just choose. You'll choose. I don't want to think about that no more. You won't need to think about it no more. You would have healed. You would have opened the wound, created the wound rather, opened it, expanded, and sewed it up, patched it, gave it the love, care, and healing energy it needed. And you know what I mean? Now there's no stitches. There's no scar. No fucking skin came and Miracle creamed it up. It's nice and smooth. You good now. You done forgot that it even happened. That's how it is on a spiritual level. So that's one good way to practice keeping up with your emotions. Also, again, before you're in these situations, practice deep breathing. And especially for people who are like me, who when you get on stuck, you tend to hold your breath. That's what leads to passing out. I promise you. Um, so yeah, practice breathing. On a constant level, guys, constant. It's a subconscious thing that we do because it's a life-sustaining act. But on the exact same note, the same way you can learn to control your heart rate, slow it down when necessary, speed it up when necessary. You know what I mean? You can learn to control your breathing. So that way, even though it is a subconscious thing, you're constantly aware of the fact that you're doing it and when you're not doing it. Because for a long time, I would hold my breath and don't even realize I'm holding my breath where a friend had to bring that to my attention. Like, yo, you know you stay holding your breath when, you know what I mean? You in heavy thought or when something goes, and it's like, oh, shit, I do. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, especially because I used to deal with hyperventilation and, you know what I mean, feeling like I'm going to pass out. I had to start realizing, like, bitch, breathe. So practice breathing, deep breathing. Learn to love your breath. Love your lungs. Feel how wide they can expand. 
realize that they are, I'm not sure if they're muscles or tissue. I ain't going to, um, that's not what we're here to talk about, but understand like all parts of the body, they can grow, practice taking deeper breaths, holding your breath. You know what I'm saying? How long can you hold your breath? Uh, how empty can you make your lungs? How much breath can you get out on one exhale? Exercises like that are extremely good for dealing with emotional control because when something catches you off guard, you're going to focus. As all those things is going through your mind, you've done and done trained yourself to be focused as well on your breathing. You know what I'm saying? And that's going to be something that takes over and keeps you calm. It's going to keep oxygen going to your brain this way. It's not going to stop all the voices and the back thoughts and, you know what I mean, the contradictions or the processing, but it will allow you to stay oxygenated, to stay focused, to stay present. And it will give you an outlet or AKA an escape if you need to by completely rerouting your thought process to the breathing. And if you're going to blink everything the fuck out, it might as well be everything but breath, right? Personal experience. Um, any other tips and tricks? Yes. My last one, this is the one that actually happens when the bullshit happens. You know what I'm saying? Because preparation is always key. But again, things happen. Y'all can listen to this right now, but in two minutes after you hang this up, get a phone call that changes your absolute life. And this is what you do. I hope the phone call changes your life for the best. For the best and better. With um, that being said, um, understand. Point blank, bottom line, one word, one key understand understand all aspects of it understand what's being told to you understand who's telling you why they're telling you how they're telling you understand that you are a part of this what part you play how it's going to affect you how it's going to neglect you how it's going to improve you understand that this is a moment in time this is not definitive this is not existence you know what i'm saying that even no matter how dramatic the change is, that this, that feeling, this experience is not permanent. This is part of the process, part of the journey. You know what I'm saying? This this is now and that everything is happening simultaneously. So just as quick as now happened, it is over. And it is absolutely your choice to carry your next thought to be either... Um, on a positive aspect of creating change, improvement, coping, now adjusting, or to making the choice conscious again consciously because you're focusing, you're aware, and you're present um, at the moment, or is it a conscious choice to keep thinking about it, to sit in those emotions? Because again, as I said, as like as part of that, it's like the practice that we talked about. You can consciously choose to sit in a negative emotion. You can consciously choose to think about the bullshit. But if you're going to do that, let it be a healing exercise. Let it be a temporary practice. Don't let it be, you know, a unstuck thing, a lack of, of emotional fucking control. You know what I'm saying? That's what that be. We choose. And it's normally a subconscious choice because we're, again, we gave up emotional control. Therefore, we are not in control of our actions. So now we're just stuck in this bad place. But again, if you practice your breathing. If you practice, oh God, yeah, the world is waking up. Somebody bless the music in the background. We got to wrap this up, guys. I'm sorry. But yeah, but if you practice your breathing, if you practice being in all kinds of situations, they don't have to be the worst case. Like I'm extremist. They don't have to be the absolute worst case scenario. You you can imagine re-experiencing some of the things that you've already been through and successfully and you know, positively navigated through already breakups, um, getting fired from a job, things that fucked you up um, at that moment, but you did survive. You know what I mean? You can recall those things in your mind, like really, really, really relive them and re-experience the emotion and work through the processes, identify how it, how you feel. You know what I'm saying? I think that's the biggest part identify how it feels to be disappointed, identify how it feels to be hurt, identify how it feels to be disappointed. Once you know what it feels like to go through these emotions, you can put names to these feelings, then you can learn to navigate through them. Word. I hope that makes sense. And I hope this resonates with um, 
with you guys, with whoever needs to find it. I hope it finds you at the time you need to find it. And I hope that it's something that you guys can become more aware of, especially if you've never been aware of the fact that you lose emotional control. Some of us think of lack of emotional control as straight outbursts and, you know what I'm saying, all this dramatic displays of, you know, crying and fighting and arguing or even on a positive dramatic upbringing, you know what I mean, room full of flowers, whatever. There's so many different ways to lose emotional control, impulse shopping and, you know what I'm saying, like just identify how you lose it because believe it or not everyone does it unless you've already been through this exercise unless you already had this awakening this awareness of self and you know transcended from that waters and if you have i shade to you please share your knowledge and experience with the group with a family member with a friend with someone who can benefit because people need to know that things are possible a lot of people think that no they're a victim to their emotions I, I can't control myself i get upset and it's like i just can't see anything can't hear anything i don't care no more that's a bum ass excuse you have a moment of weakness you give up your emotional control and by giving up your emotional control you give up control over your actions and you do some dumb shit, say some dumb shit, make bum decisions that fuck your life up and then what was me can't do that you have to be responsible and the first part about being responsible is being aware so again i hope this resonates i hope you guys take a moment and actually analyze yourself unbiasedly don't sit there and beat yourself up oh my god all this time i've been doing this this is my fault my fault no rejoice in that shit oh shit all this time i was making it hard on myself which means all i gotta do is chill all i gotta do is practice all i gotta do is work on you know not responding and reacting that way by being a little bit more emotionally stronger by being you know more present and more aware rejoice in the fact that you notice not a mistake in yourself but just something that you can improve because again life is expanding improvement is expansion be happy word nothing nothing about you is bad word the mother not an emotion not a feeling not not an experience none of that rejoice in everything that is you Find your power, claim that shit, and stay in control, guys. Because, again, if you don't have control over yourself, I promise you somebody or something else does. Whether it's your phone, social media, the TV, your food, your man, your wife, your mother, your kids, your job, your finances. Nigga said jerk, whatever. If you're not in control, someone or something else is. And again, that makes you a pawn. And I don't mean to be disrespectful when I say that, but sometimes, you know what I mean? The truth is disrespectful. Don't let people play with you. Don't let life play with you. Life is a game. Play to win. Don't get played. Word. And I'm going to leave it at that. I love you guys for listening. I appreciate y'all for hanging out and tuning in. I'm not promising that I'll be back tomorrow, but I do promise that I will be thinking about y'all and getting notes together. And who knows if I got the time, if the universe allows it, I just might, right? Who knows? Until the next time, guys. Much love, much ashe, much namaste. Later.